This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will dream it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And today is February 4th. <laughs> Try today again. You can go. You're almost there. You're almost today there. is February 16th. That's correct. Um, And this is your weekly uh, Who's There episode post Grammys now that we've seen them. <laughs> Now that we've seen them, uh, were we correct about the so in the in the last episode we we recorded pre Grammys we joked that we would certainly love the chain to the rhythm performance. Lindsay, did you did you love it? No. Yeah, it was just fine. <laughs> also, you said that Grammys were going to be bad, and I thought here's the twist that they were good. I thought they were good, as in more entertaining than i expected but they were also bad like the grammys themselves are bad sure but like the performances I guess, were good like beyonce was great chance the rapper was great the performances were great alicia keys and Marin morris did you lose your shit that was so fucking good that was that was really good and the time i didn't know the time was gonna play that was really fun that was like a standout everyone loved the time um, i didn't know who they were but like then someone told me who else who else who else was good i mean even fucking carrie underwood and Kev- kevin kevin even even Carrie Underwood and Kenny Chesney were good. Okay, number one, that was Keith Urban. That's very rude. <laughs> Nicole Kidman's gonna call in and be like, "Hello, Lindsay. Um, I can't do an Australian accent. That was awful. Nicole Kidman's gonna be mad. What I was gonna tell you though is, um, yeah. uh, oh god, I just lost my train of thought. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Do you know what was really good? Who? Who was really good? Demi Lovato, fucking killing it at the in the Bee Gees tribute. I actually tuned out. I wasn't paying attention to the Bee Gees tribute. I just That's thought it was rude. funny because I was looking at Twitter and all these people were like, when did Demi, Demi Lovato turn into Demi Moore? When did Demi Lovato turn into Demi Moore? Because she's like morphing into Demi Moore, her face and her hair. You know what? I just thought Demi finally looked comfortable with herself in her like, she did like a share look. Like she had like long straight hair and she had like a groovy, like loose, very cool one she piece. Had a groovy and I was outfit. just like, wow, like Demi actually looks comfortable and happy. What I loved... um, God, I just had my train of thought, and then I lost my train of thought. Oh, what I was going to say was... Give up on the train. The train has left the station. No, the train... No, the train was there, and then the train left. Oh, what I was going to say was... <laughs> I love... Did you notice a uh, uh, friend of the podcast? I love it. Michelle Collins during the Chance the Rapper show. I was, like, dying at her tweets because she was, like... We had the same reactions in real time, and she was... She just happened to be tweeting them, and it was, like... Yeah. She was, like... Oh, here comes a gospel choir. Like, if, if there's a gospel choir, I'm sold. And then, like... Two minutes later, she was like, and a horn section. There's a horn section, the horn section. And she was like, I'm sold again. Like, that, that's my that's my vice. It was like, so good. It was great. I can't even think of, like, a bad performance. or just, even, or just little, one... even Little Big Town singing Teenage Dream was, like, fun. Oh, you know what the bad performance was? Hold on, let me think. The bad performance was, oh, Pentatonix. Yes, 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 yes. I, yes. I cannot believe they got I'm more kidding. screen time than John and Cynthia. Which is crazy because that song was one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life was them singing right. that cover together. When she was singing it, it was like, oh, like, I, I felt like collapsing and then it just turned off. And Pentatonix, 
And Pentatonix fucking had more screen time than the two of them. And That's very like, rude. Dolly wasn't even there. I understand Pentatonix. Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand them bringing up Pentatonix if Dolly's there because she's their ticket. She's the song they won for, mm-hmm. like, all that shit. Dolly was not even there. You, you have no excuse for Pentatonix existing, like, on that stage. Dolly wasn't even there. Um, you know what I even liked, too? And this is blasphemous. Oh, no. But the fucking, like, Kelsey Ballerini and Lucas Graham crossover mashup was legit smart. Did you notice that? It was, it was, it was, it was fine. It was good. It was fine. But the concepts of the song worked really well together. Like somebody actually thought like, wow, these two hits from this year is about like uh, how frail masculinity is and how like they, boys never want to grow up. Like they were the same song. And then they did this, like made this beautiful mashup. I don't know. I just think. Oh, well, beautiful. You're, you're giving them a lot of credit by calling it beautiful, but okay. okay. But whatever. Like it was better than both of their songs separately was both of them combined. Cause at least it was interesting. And Ed Sheeran was good too. I don't know. I just like. I every performance felt like it had a thing except for pentatonics. Except for pentatonics. Okay, let's. Can we? Speaking of the Grammys and all of the. This mess, is a Grammy. This is a Grammys catch-up episode, by the way. Yeah, this is, we got a lot of calls about the Grammys, also. So I feel like we owe it to kind of really dig in. Mm-hmm. There were so many who's at the Grammys. There are always who's at award shows. You know this by now, and it's time for us to get into it. Let's just start with a really good comment. One of the first kind of who moments of the Grammys was literally the first person who showed up on the red carpet. You saw that, right? The red carpet. First of all, the red carpet. You have to remember. Don't you have to remember even the get red started. The red carpet. It's it's Pacific time, so that means um, the red carpet actually begins at eight a.m. <laughs> well, at eight a.m. is when people start showing up. Eight a.m. and well, the, the fir- pre-show to the <laughs> red carpet pre-show. So there's. The red carpet starts at six, and it's you know which is two hours. That's already outrageous for just starting. It's the usuals. It's Juliana. It's Ryan Seacrest. It's kind of it's Ross Matthews, who's somehow now like very much a regular. It they had um, Tanache somehow, but the best (laughs) segment was the pre-show to the pre-show to the Grammys was hosted by the most insane ragtag group of who's and Kris Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) It It was. God, I can't even say it out loud. It was Brad Goreski, um, who you think would be one of my nemeses, but he's actually not. Um, Kristen wait, why Cavallari. Not? How did he, wait, how did he escape being your nemesis? He's just so, he's so harmless. He's so harmless and he's worthless. He's Leah Michelle's be. best friend. His best friend is Jonathan Groff. Her best friend is oh. Jonathan Groff. Her best friend him? is the ghost of Cory Monteith, let's be real. Okay, so, um, so it was Brad Goreski. Kristen Cavallari. Oh my God. And who looked great, by the way. Who cares? She looked great. And Kris Jenner. Can we just say, though, it was amazing to watch. And this is like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm going to say this and and you're going to (laughs) die. Watching the pre show to the pre show, I had respect for Ryan Seacrest and Juliana Rancic and even Ross Matthews because. The pre-show to the pre-show, they were so fucking bad. And they could, they were talking over each other. They were, they, they were flubbing their the teleprompter. It was correctly. mostly scripted. And Nobody they couldn't even could read the improv. First of all, let me tell you, I have to set up, set the scene. So it begins with, it begins with, well, at least I turned on the television when they were doing this very strange thing with, um, 
models, like very hooey models, like some models. Because no one is there yet. There's no one to talk about because the red carpet has not even started. And they showed, they took like before afters of these models when they came in their normal like glam. And then they redid them. They completely dressed them up and did their makeup and styling to look like uh, like legends who just died. So there was a model that dressed as George Michael. There was a model who dressed as David Bowie. And there was a model who dressed up as Prince. So they dressed them up as that. And so it's already like insane. They look nuts. And they come out one by one. None of them are good improving about fashion. Brad Goreski sort of is because that's his job to be on Fashion Police. But he's also, he has a limited, he has a limited vocabulary when it comes to discussing fashion. But also fashion. he has no one to converse with because right, he has right. two dolts who are like Chris Jenner and Kristen Cavallari who don't, who can't converse that way. Um, so... So, right. So let me actually, side note, that's why Tanache worked with Ross Matthews, even though Tanache was objectively bad. When she has Ross Matthews to bounce off of it, she looks less bad. Also, anyway. Ross Matthews props, literally, this is the rare props <laughs> you're going to hear about me and Ross Matthews, is that he knows how to freaking improv. He can keep the conversation going, even right. if it's him being like really annoying. Right. He can like, he can keep it moving and keep it alive. These people could not for the life of them. So. Lindsay and I are like losing our minds. We're tech. We're watching at the same time. We're texting each other because it's like the most bizarre, awful television I've ever seen. And so this segment about the dead people ends with Chris Jenner. They're complimenting the clothes, and Chris Jenner says, "I'm paraphrasing, but I'm also very close." She says something like, "Oh wow," because they they were talking about you know what do they do with the archives of the of the the fashions of the dead people and Chris Jenner is like oh wow I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall of where they keep where they store all those outfits those iconic outfits ladies and gentlemen that's a closet Chris Jenner wants to be a fly in a closet it might be a climate controlled closet but it's a closet that's all it is. <laughs> Go into go into one of your closets in your house and you can simulate the, that experience. The part where she they're talking about Grammys and Chris Jenner goes, Well, Kanye has twenty one of them in my ha- and I keep them in my house. It was it was insane. The grasping at straws, the like the desperation and the unpracticed like it was just unbelievable they had no one to talk about they had nothing to talk about and then when the real pre-show started you were like oh the pros are here and then you were like wait i'm saying the pros about literally the worst people on television (laughs) but they're not anymore it almost feels like a a strategic move on the part of ryan secrets and julian rancic where it's like we are terrible we are terrible let's put people who are even more terrible than we are to lead into us so that people can recognize how lucky they have it when we're talking to Brad Pitt. I know. It's <laughs> almost if like you and I were like, hey, you got to listen to this podcast. And we knew it was really shitty. We were like, no, you got to listen to this podcast. You'll love it. And it's like bad. But we knew that it would just make you miss our podcast. Yeah, it's like like Halsey started a podcast. No, that like the three kids from Stranger Things started a podcast with Halsey. And it's like, guys, we guarantee you'll love it. It's a great lead in. Just listen to it every week. It's so good. People will be like so excited to hear us because our podcast is slightly better than that <laughs> shitty podcast. It's slightly better than garbage. I just, I just cannot believe that it's a four hour or a three. Wait, it's a two, three hour endeavor. They were on for an hour, right? Before the pre show. Oh, the the circus act? Yeah, they were on for an hour before. <laughs> circus. <laughs> they, what I, but honestly, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter because they have a monopoly on these on these days. So they're probably 
their most viewed days are probably not counting Kardashian premieres, but their most viewed normal days are probably these um, fucking award shows. They can put anyone in front of the camera and we're going to watch because we just want to see who's getting on the red carpet. But just the fact that no one is even there yet to look at. <laughs> and, I, and we're sitting here watching now. It's three hours before the show even starts. And the show is like four hours long. And we're watching an empty red carpet and Kris Jenner talking about a closet, being a fly. <laughs> A fly in the closet. Um, oh so my, we, have we haven't to, even gotten to, to the call yet. <laughs> we have to get to the call. I'm so angry. Oh, oh my God. We have to get to the call. Okay, so the first person on the red carpet, clearly because she knew that she wanted to be the most talked about for the longest <laughs> amount of time, was this stunt queen, this woman named Joy Via, who's there every year and blah, blah, blah. Point is, is she's a musician and she wore a stunt outfit which said, make America great again. And in the back it said, Trump. So... <laughs> I had um, our friend, a friend of the podcast, Stephen Horowitz, a music journalist who tweeted about it and got basically attacked by a bunch of Trump supporters <laughs> who like had never heard Joy Via, but just like really needed something to do. I had him call in and kind of explain because he did a little bit of a deep dive on her um, because like that's his job and he was curious. But so I had him call and explain and we'll play that call right now. Hey, my name is Stephen Horowitz. I'm uh, calling my favorite hotline for my favorite podcast. Weekly. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Joy Villa. Um, she is a musician slash bodybuilder uh, <laughs> from the OC who basically only has one EP to her name that came out in 2014 and then a few other singles. She has had literally no chart traction, but somehow she's gotten invited to the Grammys for the past three years, including this most recent Grammys. Last year, I was on the red carpet at the, at the Grammys, uh, my first Grammy Awards to cover for Fader. She showed up wearing the most ridiculous outfit, looking like a Battlestar Galactica uh, um, backgrounds actor, uh, and no one paid attention to her. I immediately put her out of my mind. No one even asked her questions for an interview. This year, she showed up wearing a Make America Great Again dress with uh, Trump on the back. Um, she's basically the only person who voiced her support for Donald Trump at the Grammys this year and immediately became a sudden trending topic. As a stunt uh, queen, she has worn ridiculous outfits for the past two years. And then this year, she topped herself by being the biggest trolling, trolling contrarian of them all. Um, just my personal uh, story about it, I tweeted at her saying you're canceled and um, that I, she spelled the word platform as plate form, two words. So I said, oh, and also platform, you must be a Trump supporter. And let me tell you a little bit something about Trump supporters based on my experience with this. It's amazing how desperate Trump supporters are to attach to something um, for someone they don't even know. And so... I'll just end this really quick thing about who she is because you don't really need to know who she is beyond these little Grammy stunts. I actually today went on to Spotify to listen to her music. And let's just say it kind of sells her uh, as short as uh, her 20, her, her 15 minutes of fame will be after this ridiculous uh, troll that she pulled. Um, anyways, hopefully that gives you a little bit of context about this no-name singer who will go back to obscurity in no time. And I... Uh, Hope you enjoyed the story. Wow, what a great story. I just want to add one more fun fact about her that I learned today. Ooh, one more. Um, she is a Scientologist. <laughs> well, are you certain that she's an act like a practicing Scientologist? Or does she just say that she's a Scientologist to be controversial? No, I mean, 
like I think that she shows up to the meetings. Yeah, and she's like, like, "Excuse me, can I talk to Zenu? I'm here to I'm here to see Zenu. It's me. It's it's me, Joy Via from the Grammys." I mean, I just feel like you know that like percentage in very very old Hollywood way, like the like the reason why John Travolta is still a Scientologist in that he like He's signed being the, blackmailed. Yeah, he like signed the lifelong contract because he wanted to like have the agent that got him famous, and that's actually how like he got his start was because like they have deep claws into the entertainment industry. I think that's the reason why Joy is like involved in Scientology. You know, you think that Joy is being blackmailed by David Miscavige? I mean, like, how could you be blackmailed if you're the one showing up in the Donald Trump dress? You know what I mean? Um, I guess. What's um, the secret? So, did you did you see my favorite thing about going to her website? Have you been to her website? Of course you. Yeah, have. it's wild. The the funniest thing about her she website. She has an ebook about she, like being vegan. She has a, an ebook about being vegan, but the but the best thing about it is that it's free. So whenever you go to the website. <laughs> When you go to the website, a little pop-up pops up like 30 seconds after you go into the website because it takes right. forever to load because she made it with GeoCities. And then it says, um, oh, uh, get get a copy of Joy's brand new ebook. Um, it's like cooking, like vegan lifestyle that's also gluten-free. And it's like, get it for free um, by filling out this form. And it's like, hell no, I am not getting on whatever <laughs> newsletter Joy V is trying to send me. Absolutely not. So should we do the next call? Yeah, I think we've had enough of her. That oh, was yeah, right. Like so the answer, already... I forgot. So the answer to that question, who is Joy Via? No one. Hey, um, my name is Govi. I'm calling from Clovis, California. I have a cold right now. That's why I sound like this. But I am just wondering, who is Adele's husband? Um, and is a who a who just for being married to them, even if they don't have any sort of interest in being in entertainment i would love to know more thank you bye um girl get well get well soon get well get well soon we want you to get well okay i don't know that song is that like a rita ora that's a seinfeld it's a seinfeld joke never mind oh what a stirring little anthem of wellness oh funny um so can i just say something about adele (laughs) Did you yeah. feel like last night was like the Adele Awards? Because I felt like every five seconds was about Adele. And if Adele, it wasn't about Adele, somebody made it about Adele. You know what I mean? Yes, Lindsay. Like even during her Everyone did. To... That's why everyone's so pissed off. Adele won everything. No, but not even the fact that she won everything. Just even that she took, that like, she didn't mean to do this because clearly she like, I don't know. Clearly she's an earnest person and wanted to give her award to Beyonce. But every time she did anything, even her tribute to George Michael became about Adele. Like, it's not about mm-hmm. George Michael anymore. It's about Adele stopping to to start again, the George Michael performance. Yeah. Because um, she swore, which is insane because they bleeped it out. Adele, get it together. Remember she fucked up last last year too, although I guess it was more of a sound problem last year. Also, she opened the Adele. show. So she opens the show with the song that came out 25 years ago. She... <laughs> She flubs and restarts the George Michael tribute. She wins every single award. And then she, like, gives the whole thing to Beyonce and makes a whole big thing about it. And I get that she's... she didn't even give the award to Beyonce. She said she wanted to. Well, fucking do it then. Yeah, just fucking give it to her. Um, Beyonce would, like, not accept it. Yeah, Beyonce would be like, no. Get away from me. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) Get away from me. I'm pregnant. Excuse me, I have three three hearts. I don't need one more Grammy. Um... (laughs) So, I mean, does Beyonce say anything that isn't, like, written on a card first, though? Like, let's not lie. What would she even say? You know, I yeah, don't even know. Yeah, she would, but not on camera. Right. Okay, true. Um, 
a question. Who is Adele's husband? I guess we didn't know she, he was her husband until last night because she said thank you to my husband. And everyone yeah. was like, husband? Husband? <laughs> Who the fuck cares? <laughs> because she had always, it was always a rumor that she had, that she had gotten married, but she's like a little a little more private than like your average uh, gal. Um, her husband <laughs> is... gal. <laughs> her husband, oh my God. Yeah, her husband, her husband... What's his name? Simon... <laughs> Do you know? We put we we put, we posted all of our re- we pasted all of our research Not in his the name. doc, but we didn't put his name in. His name's and like Simon Kolesky. It's Kolesky. Simon Kolesky. It's um. Simon Kolesky. Simon Konecki. <clears throat> okay, but we looked him up. He's basically um, he's like a finance guy. He's like a rich English. He works at like an investment co- he's a company. He's like a manager. Very cute. Also, I gotta say, um, he's a cutie. Lindsay's got a little crushy poo on Simon Kolecki. <laughs> um, but hey. there's really not much. There's not much interesting. He's like such. He's like painfully a civilian. You know, like he's like not interesting. Yeah, is he though? He like literally went to school with Prince Harry. And but William. no, no, no. Like, but but what I'm saying guy? is, he's not. He's not famous. Like, there's nothing famous about him. He's just a rich. He's like a. You're rich saying he's a fuck. James Packer type. You he's a James him? Packer type. Okay. Um. So the thing is, the the only interesting things about him are that um he went to call he went to school with Prince William because he went to that school that all those very wealthy Eaton. white people eaten um tom hiddleston went there as well he talks about it all the time it's like people who go to that school love to oh love talking about their their eating days like um what's his name what's the em forrester would write a novel like where people would be like oh remember back at eaton uh and like we like hooked up under the tree or whatever i don't know um under the tree so, what tree is this some British tree and eat the, the, the great the great british tree on the eaton oh. on the beautiful eaton yards the other thing so this is going to this is going to we're going to do a quick rumor thing so he was married before he got with adele to this woman named <laughs> <laughs> this woman named Megan, can we just... <laughs> a woman named clary fisher hold on who clary fisher not not the late carrie fisher clary fisher Imagine if your name was Clary Fisher. <laughs> she was married. He was married to Clary Fisher. They have a kid. Um, they divorced. Clary. They divorced Clary. in Clary 2010. Um, but Clary. listen, but listen, Fisher. the rumor is yeah. that he cheated on his wife, Clary, Clary. Fisher, with Adele. <clears throat> yeah. So Adele was the other woman, allegedly. Um, the other interesting thing about him is that in addition to working at the, this investment firm or whatever, he is like the co-founder of this water company. It's, it's a charity organization, li- not a water a- company. No, that's a charity organization. He also has a bottled water company in addition oh. to the Drop for Drop called Life Water. Wait, so he owns a water company and then the charity that he like gives slightly some water away is Drop for Drop and then that's- the water is where he makes money? I'm not really. Sh- I'm not sure he's really making money off of these efforts. They because okay. they cor- they sort of seem like um, they well they think they're nonprofits, but the the water company doesn't seem that successful. But here's the thing. This is where uh-huh. the thread. We're done answering this question. The, Are we? His UK company is called Life Water, which reminds me, but it's not the Life Water that you may have seen during the Grammys. Remember that commercial, Lindsay? Yeah, well, I was telling you it made me mad because it uses a John Legend song, but then changes the words. So I got gaslit into singing along, and then the words were changed. And the words are changed because they had to turn into a, a song about water. 
But it's funny. This is just an interesting segue into like the new hooey water, which is Life Water, and it's a Pepsi yeah. product. So it's owned by like a them demi conglomerate, but they're very hooey right now. They're everywhere, but Wait, no one drinks them. So Dasani is not owned by Pep. It's owned by what's Dasani? Dasani owned is owned by? by Coke. Got it. Dasani wow. is owned by Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Then there's the well, there's the there's the Nestle Water, but that's the brand is Nestle. Like Nestle is. They're the problematic ones. They owned all those like wells. They own all those. Are springs. we talking now? Who and them waters? Is that where we are yes. right now? Yeah. So I wanted to okay. segue into who and them waters. Um, wow, I would say glad this was on the agenda. Yeah. The themiest waters are like uh, Smart Water, Dasani, um, Poland Springs, clearly Poland Springs. Um, but I think that might just be a northeast. How thing. about tap water? Is that do you <clears throat> how do you consider that tap water? Just general tap water. No, we're talking about bottled water. Okay. Um, what are Perrier? Other... Does that count? Perrier, yeah. Pellegrino. Pellegrino. Oh, I, so themy. So Spring them-y. is very themy. Stop. It's not just Northeast. Why? Do you have waters in Texas that are like In different? Texas, yeah, it's called Ozarka. The bottles all look exactly the same, but they call oh, it Ozarka. I don't, I don't yeah. know who that is. Yeah, oh. ex- that's what I'm saying. Poland okay. Spring doesn't exist outside the Northeast, I don't think. Well, it all comes from one spring in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it is. In um, Maine? Who are, it's in Maine. Who are the other who waters? So you got Life Water that John Legend is, is Smart Water chilling. a who? Oh, you know what's a who? Um, that water that everyone like the ki- kiwi. Uh, no, the what's the thirsty water that comes in the square bottle that everyone's like, oh, I love it. Fiji, fucking Fiji water is the thirsty ass who? Fiji water. You would say Fiji's a who? Yeah, because they're fucking thirsty. Remember when they were like trending? Everyone had to carry on that like ugly square bottle. You're loving this. Here's the here's the conundrum. Can you really be thirsty if you're water? <laughs> Okay, and Fuji's the thirstiest. I mean, by using that logic, I would say smart water is also very thirsty because they're Why, always Why? Because having... Jennifer Aniston is like promoting it or whatever. All it's like Jennifer Aniston's top priority is getting the entire country to drink smart water. Um, what about like Evian? Evian's pretty. Evian's um... very themy, yes. You know it's what's the, the same realm as like Aquafina. Pellegrino. Aquafina, how's that? Aquafina, themy, yeah. They're everywhere. What about Voss? Have you seen Voss water? That's pretty hooey, right? Voss is hooey. Voss is. Voss is, Voss is like the Emily Ratajkowski of waters. Oh, Voss is like that, it's that circle, like that weird circle, fancy circle water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, a, And yeah. it's like a glass bottle. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I feel like, I feel like smart water is, and um, what's the other one I said was hooey? Fuji. Smart water and Fiji are hooey just because Fiji. they're like, they're like Fiji. They're trying hooey. very hard. They try so hard to, like, break into the market. And everyone's just like, can I just get the cheapest water possible? Well, yeah, they try so hard to be different Mm -hmm. when it's like, we prefer the Dasani. Like, we don't need your different stuff. Like, we have have Viola Davis and Meryl Streep. Like, we don't need, I don't know, who's a new person. Can I make a comment that no one really needs to call in and tell us about more waters? (laughs) (laughs) You're cutting them off at the past um, i just feel like this is inviting like someone to be like hey you forgot like this bottle of water company it's like i being, just don't care i being very I just... rude um i think we should stop talking about water as well so let's move on to this next call let's go hi who weekly third time caller long time listener hopefully you finally play my voicemail and podcast but i'm sitting here watching the grammys avi and i'm with my parents and they're like, who is this guy hosting the Grammys? And of course, I know him from Carpool Karaoke, James Corden. 
And I was like, oh, he's just like a British guy. And I don't know how he got famous. Anyways, I was just wondering who's a who and who's a them of late night TV. Because, like, James Gordon is definitely a who. But, like, is Jimmy Fallon a them? Like, is Trevor Noah a them? So I would just love to hear your guys' thoughts. Okay, good for him, Bella Thorne. Bye. It's funny because I remember somebody calling um, way back about James Corden, like kind of when Carpool Karaoke first started being a thing, right? When he was nobody watched his show. It was like late, late, late night. He didn't have a shtick yet. And then all of a sudden Carpool Karaoke happened. It was like, who's this guy? He's hosting the Tonys. Da, da. I He then was kind of like cusping on themdom yeah. from Hoodum. And now I feel like he's like fully themish. Like he's in the running with the rest of the late night guys. Yeah, he is. He's themy. He's themy. Do you like him? I think here's my here's my thing. I think I would like him at like I he was he was on a a popular uh, BBC show that I've never seen. One of his BBC show called um, Gavin and Stacey, and I know that it was a big deal in the UK. Oh yeah, um, I didn't. I've never there. seen it, and I've never really seen him act. Um, I never saw History Boars Boys on stage. I never How saw about that. Into the Woods. I never saw Into the Woods. And I feel like I would like him as an actor, but he's one of those people who is always on in a way that's like very exhausting. So I, I, I don't like him when he's himself, but I, I think he's charming and he's obviously a good actor. But when he's yeah. when he's being himself, when he's trying to like sell you, like get you to join the cult of James Corden, I'm exhausted by it. But I under like I completely understand his charm and I can see hints of it I just well, he's got you know what he is I mean he he's in the school of Fallon in that he runs off like his own fandom so his whole thing is like I'm not as famous as these people I'm just a big fan of everyone and like that is how I yeah. engage in like, stuff I love being here I just love to be here I just yeah. love celebrities and like I'm just so it's such an honor I can't believe I'm meeting yeah. you I can't believe we're singing I love your songs I can't <clears throat> believe I'm singing them with you but that's he's the way thing more that's... he has like a whereas Jimmy Fallon comes from like comedy background like like stage ba- like comedy musical ba- theater, he's right? musical theater background so it's like right. it amps it up well, it's just funny because I don't love carpool karaoke that much, but when I've watched James Corden's interviews, I find them very charming and good. I just mm-hmm. don't think anyone really watches his show. Like, I think I don't know who watches his show is what I'm saying, but he's he's good at interviewing. He's he's very right. charming, and he's he reminds me of old Conan. I don't know. It's sad for new Conan. Sorry, but he reminds me of old unjaded Conan, and. Um, but I just don't like carpool karaoke, and that's his whole entire personality now, is, and it's fucking boring. Which is going to be a show on Apple Music. Apple Music, which right. is wild. Um, so I would go. I mean, he's he's a them. Yeah, he's a them. I I will never forget um, when he got the job at the Late Late Show, and our uh, number our who chorus whom correspondent um, John O English was like. When that news came out, he tweeted yeah. something like, he's all yours, none of us want him. So apparently, like, people don't actually love him that much in the UK. Or maybe it's just John being like, catty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jono. Call in British people and let us know if, yeah. like, what what are uh, the thoughts like, are of, like, relieved? General Britain's... Yeah, are you relieved that you got rid of him? Like, are you like, relieved that he's ours now? Our if you don't call in, I'm just going to choose to believe Jono because I, I just am going to default to his opinion for like thoughts about 
the British. The, if you care about like the late night wars, it's very it's getting very interesting now because now that like politics are very much a part of our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. It's like um, Seth Meyers is the really good interviewer. Yeah. Seth Meyers is smart and he's Seth great about Myers politics. Is up, Stephen and Colbert was Colbert boring, but up. now he's good again because of the politics. Right, Jim, and everyone's and, like fuck Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon looks more and more worthless. You know, like I love Jimmy, it. It's re- I mean, it is actually very. There's gonna be a very good HBO movie about this in like three years if we're all still alive. Bobby, did you hear who's sponsoring the podcast today? Of course I did. Missing Richard Simmons, a podcast. <laughs> Isn't it so cool? Did you listen to the first episode? Already? I listened to the first episode. It's very interesting, and I had forgotten that all of that went down with Richard Simmons a couple years ago. I know it kind of got lost. It was like all the tabloids covered it. He called into the Today Show. Do you remember how it kind of came yeah. to a head? Everyone was like, "Where is he?" And he was like, "I'm fine." But honestly, it left like a bad feeling in my mouth. It was very strange. But also, like you said, we were like, "Well, I guess it's easy to just convince yourself that everything's okay." You're like, "Well, right. okay, he's fine. He's fine. Let's just right. move on. Let's move on." Right, right. But it's great that this is now a podcast that is kind of investigating what happened, and especially done by a guy who's friends with Richard. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I didn't know that it was about someone who was actually friends with him until I was listening to the podcast and it was like, oh, well, I met him at his class. I know, which is crazy because what an amazing thing you can do, like in Los Angeles, is go take a sweat into the oldies Richard Simmons class, essentially. I mean, I don't think it's called sweat into the oldies anymore. But not anymore because he stopped showing up. Right. And so imagine if you had gotten so much support and love from this person and took in this class every week and all of a sudden he just stopped showing up. You'd be really worried. No, it's very interesting. Lindsay, is he... Is he a who or a them? I mean, he's definitely he's a definitely them. Definitely a them. He's of like course. iconic. I mean, it was funny because what I really love about this podcast so far and the episode that I've heard is um, all the stories from people who were inspired by him and who he changed their life just by existing and being like a positive person. I really didn't realize that. There was that whole thing about how he made like late night phone calls to people <sighs> he helped lose weight yeah. just to like be their sort of. I don't know, confidant slash mentor slash life coach slash friend. That was very sweet. And I think that was the most convincing thing that made me think this is actually strange. Like he stopped talking to them. Right. And that's the reason why they're all so concerned. I mean, the reason why this guy, Dan Taberski, who made the podcast is trying to figure out what happened because we wouldn't figure they wouldn't be looking for him if they didn't actually have relationships with him that were meaningful but i i think we should stop talking about it and just play part of the trailer and you can listen to the first episode now yeah you you literally can just go right now well finish this episode first but (laughs) then go listen finish who weekly first (laughs) and then you can move on to missing richard simmons okay but finish us i think that's a great idea Richard Simmons runs on human interaction. That has been his modus operandi for decades. If he's not doing that, then something is going on for him. It was sort of known that his dog died. Oh, that's huge, though. That's huge for him. For the last, like, two or three months, he was showing up in drag. Like, hair, makeup, everything. I'm not trying to just blow smoke. He saved a lot of people's lives. This wasn't just I I don't want to be famous anymore. This is... Everyone has their hooks in me, and I gotta claw something back. And it all ends with my conversation with Richard himself, if I can find him. First Looks Missing Richard Simmons is hosted by Dan Taberski. Episode one is ready to stream on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Sean David. I'm calling from the Virgin Islands, and um, 
My boyfriend and I are watching the Grammys right now, and we're literally suffering through it right now because we're just waiting for Beyonce, and it's a waiting game right now. We have Ed Sheeran on mute, but um, I needed to call in about a question. I guess not really a question, just a rant. So I don't know if you caught the E! red carpet earlier, but Skylar Gray somehow made her way onto Ryan Seacrest's podium, I think, and he asked her, you know, who who are you most excited to meet? And she said, I've met so many people. Well, that's the first thing I have in question, who she met. But the second thing I have in question is who she offered, which was 21 pilots, which is literally the hooiest answer you could possibly offer to anyone. And then later... 21 Pilots won a Grammy in which they took off their pants and walked up on the stage in their underwear. And I'm just sort of all processing and all, but I just wanted someone else to go through it with me. Um, I brought it up on a Facebook group, but, you know, we're working through it. But I just wanted to tell you. And um, anyway, thank you. I love you both. Good form, Bella Thorne. How dare you assume that we weren't watching the Eat Red Carpet show? I mean, didn't you just hear us talk for 25 minutes <gasps> yeah, about listen. Um, the pre-pre-show? Listen, caller. <laughs> yes, we're watching Juliana Rancic interview Skylar Gray. Hey, yes. we probably paid better attention to the pre-pre-show than the <laughs> actual show. Yeah. Um, so, Lindsay, who is Skylar Gray? Um, so, like, I don't know. I do. She was featured. <laughs> she was featured on an Eminem song, right? That's it. She wrote it. She wrote it. Love oh, the way you lie. Okay, so she's love the way you lie, lie, girl. But what else? Anything else? No. Um, I thought the funniest, the funniest thing that um I saw while looking stuff up on Skylar Gray, because like I know the name and I vaguely like I she sort of looked familiar, but there's not really much to say about her. Um, the funniest thing on her Wikipedia page is awards and nominations. You've got Grammy awards, you've got World Music Awards, blah blah blah, some Breakthrough Artist of the Year awards. But then right in the middle it says MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, cool, great, great. She won Ringtone of the Year in 2006. <laughs> she won Ringtone of the Year. Girl, so her, wow. Her real name is um, Holly Brooke Hafferman. She changed huh? her name to Skylar Gray in like 2010. Wait, her real name was Holly Brooke Hafferman? Holly Brooke Hafferman. She mm. went by Holly Brooke. That was her <laughs> pseudonym. Then she changed God. her name to Skylar Gray. Reasons Sounds like unknown. a boarding school. Well. Reasons unknown. But I think the main the main reason Lindsay and I wanted to answer this call is not to well, explain. Well, you didn't even you. mention the ma- caller. You didn't even mention the most offensive thing yes. she did on the red carpet, which bo- had Bobby and I screaming. <laughs> she showed up with this like clutch that had a message on it, and it was like it and was a scrolling. It looked like she was a bodega sign <laughs> that's like scrolling, yeah. like half that's off, exactly, like all like meat. That's or exactly something. what it was. So she has this scrolling clutch. And it says resist. Oh, no, it says persist, right? Didn't it say persist no, or you're, resist? you're thinking of Katy Perry's armband, which said persist. Hers said, like, resist, but then also said, like, love. And oh, like, equality empowerment. Yeah. So yeah. she said when she was being interviewed by someone, she said, it's my women's march. Okay, cool. Like, I, I will, I will reserve. women's march. I, I, will, I will reserve. Holding a clutch no, wait. with words that scroll on it are, <laughs> is your women's march. No, but march. wait. I will reserve judgment on calling a clutch that says empowerment equality and bring and bringing it up on the red carpet i'll reserve judgment as like i will not roll my eyes at that i will however roll my eyes at the fact 
that in including, I mean, in addition to being her women's march, it was also literally her fucking spawn con promo side hustle because the clutch was sponsored by Absolute Lime. Who are you wearing this evening? Well, I'm wearing Mario Dici, um, but this bag is very yeah. special. Let's so I partnered with Absolute Lime, um, and they are refreshing the talk on the Grammy carpet this year, and I'm, this is my women's march on the Grammy carpet. Yeah. Yeah, so it says like empowerment, equality, um, things like that. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. So let me read this story from Racked. Quote, it was also a piece of SpawnCon brought to you by Absolute, which is promoting its new Absolute Lime and is a Grammy sponsor. You probably saw that ad like a billion times or anything. Gray made sure to mention Absolute Lime while flashing her light up bag, which may have distracted from the women's empowerment message. Oh, really? Did it distract? It didn't distract me. I was like, wow, women need um, empowerment more than ever if this is the shit that we still have to deal with. Skylar Gray's like, listen, women need empowerment and they also need a delicious, like, absolute lime and soda. Like, do you think the bag just had, like, hashtag spawn scrolling at the end of the night to avoid FCC fines? Hashtag ad. <laughs> Equality hashtag ad. Oh, what a mess. Anyways, love the Grammys. <laughs> love the Grammys. What a great episode. We just talked about the Grammys the entire time. I know it was good though because I feel like people really needed that after they watched five hours of the Grammys. They needed another like thirty to forty-five minutes. Well, of... Everyone's everyone's talking about Beyonce and Adele as they should be, but you know we haven't. People weren't giving Who? enough. People were not giving people were not giving enough attention to the Skylar Grays and the James Cordons and the whoever else we were talking about. What's I her name? Trump who. girl. Yeah. Trump girl. Um, Joy Via. Joy Via. So I think we're gonna end there. Thank you, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Oh, see you next week. Very exciting. <gasps> oh my God, guys! Next week's episode will blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it happens. Um, and it's gonna be great. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. You or Jayla? Yeah. Excuse me, can I talk to Xenu? I'm here to I'm here to see Xenu. It's me. It's it's me, Joy Via from the Grammys. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>